This is episode 231. The pizza is the output. <laughs> uh, it's it's a yet another yet another episode of the tone control and you know ding or whatever. It's it's only me because Derek had to go away. It's it's okay. He's actually in this episode. Have fun. All right, welcome to the podcast that is Derek and Justin talk about our lives uh, with an audience for some reason, and also sometimes guitars. Yes, and wear gray shirts. (laughs) (laughs) I had a sweatshirt on before, and I just took it off like right before, um, Mm -hmm. but it was gray. I mean, look at me. I got three shades of gray happening here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, shades of gray. Hey, listen. Listen, yes. Can you you hear? I'm just, yep. Can you hear my sleep training baby in the room behind me? He's fussing. Oh, is he crying? Okay. Yeah. So we are in day seven of sleep training with him. And because sleep is a learned skill. Surprise. And um, I don't need to explain to you, but dear listener, if you hear my baby crying, it's just cut me some slack, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't I don't hear like it right do- now, but that might be okay. Discord getting rid of it. I'm not sure. I think it is. But um, if I seem distracted, that is absolutely why, because he is almost right. always asleep now. And this is a weird, very weird time for him to be awake. So ah. uh, not loving that. Uh, he also got his six month shots today, so he's probably not feeling so great. It's a whole thing. Uh-huh. It's a whole yep. thing. Everything's happening all at once, all the time. So um, it's just it yeah. I'm not, I'm not terribly worried about other people hearing him as much as I am myself being like, what is everything okay? You know, right? So, yeah. I know yep. he's fine. He is objectively fine. It's just God, this sucks. Yeah, I remember doing that. It's it's um oh, and you can't tell him. <laughs> You can't. <laughs> you can't just explain it, and um, to we're supposed to go in with like encouraging words, which feels like <laughs> absolute horseshit. An encouraging but, tone of voice, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, you can't understand me anyway. You, you know, like, what <laughs> does it matter if I'm telling you you're doing a good job? Like, he doesn't right. know what that means. Calmly <laughs> and even in tone, you're doing a terrible job. Yeah, man, it's awful. It's Unbelievable not great. that you can't yeah. do this thing that is literally just you doing nothing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's the and we're same. only supposed to go in for a minute. Yeah. One minute out of every 30. And that's not enough time for him to even realize we're there. <laughs> like kind of cool off it's for like a second. You subconscious know? subtle safety cues and nothing else. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So the night he slept through the night uh, last week was a total fluke. Just like a, a complete... He was exhausted from daycare kind of thing. So anyway, um, Beth and I are both racking up quite a bit of sleep debt, and it sucks, I'll be honest. But uh-huh. uh, it just is what it is. So, yep. but we're, you but know, you he's not. That, you pay that yeah. price now because um, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know of people who did not, who, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. how can you do that? How can you just let them fuss, you know, or let them cry or whatever? It's hard. Like, I'm not, yeah. I get it. I totally get people who, like, I have not. Uh, 
it's it's so easy to cave because you're like, he's not going to fall asleep in the next ten minutes. I'll just get him up, especially because like he has to get up anyway in the next ten minutes. Yeah. So, but he might, or just the perception that you're being mean to them. I think that's a lot of people fall it's, into it too. It's like uh, you, you feel like you're being you're being hard on them. It's like, but they just want to know they're safe, and it's like, well, they actually do need to be able to, you know, it's like a little, it, it's, it, yeah. I'm not, I'm not one of these macho, like they need to toughen up kind of things, but they're, like you said, it's a learned yeah. skill. This is not yeah. a really, it's not the same as toughening up. It's like, no, you have to, it, you have to experience the fact that you actually are safe. You know right. what I mean? Like, and he room. can only communicate with us one way and that's through right. crying. So it's not like he's in there laughing and giggling. Because then we'd be like, what a crazy kid. He'd he'd just stay in there, yeah. (laughs) But that's exactly it. So it's not that I'm caving over like, oh no, he's in trouble. I'm caving over like, I'm annoyed. This is impractical. (laughs) This is like, you know, the the nap window is closing in 15 minutes. Let's just get him up Uh, now kind of thing. Yeah. Um, To just put a stop to this and like move on (laughs) with our day. Because you get him up and he's like, oh, hey guys. And he's like, everything's fine. Which yeah. proves he's fine. So anyway, he's I don't fine. need to go on right. about this. Exactly. But, yep. Um, so yeah, feeling rough, but it's fine. Yep. Yep. Well, that doesn't that doesn't totally go away. My Aria nope. seven. Um, the last couple of nights and over the and somewhat off and on over the past few weeks, we've also been having a new a new set of sleep mm. things. She's learned a new a new host of things that have to be a particular way or she believes she can't fall asleep. And oh, now we can communicate. Oh. So she'll call us like, I need you to pick out a stuffy for me to sleep with. I, oh I, uh-oh. <laughs> the lights are falling I dropped, down. I dropped my lights. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, like Stuff like that. And so it's like, superstition. Actually, actually, you have this power. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you try it out, you'll see that I'm right. You know, we saw um, so, I saw a great meme today that was like when your baby, when you're sleep training your baby, and they they finally fall asleep, and it's the Charlie Day uh, gif from It's Always Sunny, where he's like in front of the map. You know yeah. that one? And what it's caused like, this? <laughs> yeah, it's like green onesie. He ate X ounces at X time. Like. <laughs> Like all these things are fifty four point two eight percent humidity. That's exactly right. That's exactly. That's exactly right. how it feels. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so anyway. Wow. So anyway, but hey, it's the tone control, and there is actually some audio stuff. Well, some guitar stuff. I was. Yeah. 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 That's right. I don't and need some to audio stuff, this. which we don't. And some audio we don't stuff. cover too much. Yeah. Um, so let's freaking hit it, man. Thanks to yeah. Pedal Genie for sponsoring the tone control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. Kapow. Kapow. It has been hit. I'm yeah, going to do thinking, a double you know, thing of the week, I've decided. I, oh, really? So yeah, I got we'll to save it for later. Because we had the, the holiday thing and I listened to all, actually, I don't think I've even listened through all of the whole <laughs> holiday episode, but I've gotten yeah. it more than halfway through. By the way, right out of the gate with that cat, that cheesing the cat <laughs> yeah. shit, I was like driving and just about <laughs> pulled over the car. Dude, laughing okay. at my own self. Oh my god! Yeah, that, but, it's so fun, <laughs> and I find the holiday episode it the for me personally just because it's so it's in such recent memory. The fun tapers down across the whole episode because like we get closer to present day, and I'm like, right. well, I remember this joke. I it's not as funny. Already. But, yeah. yeah, but the ones from a year ago, like I'm the same deal. Like I'm dying in the car. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Dude, I'm speaking of dying. Myself. Okay, Uh-oh. so dying laughing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I think I've talked about her on the show before. Maybe not. There's a lot of chatter in our Discord about her sometimes. Emily Hopkins. She goes by Emily Harpist on YouTube. Right. And she's a harpist, but she runs her harp through a huge pedal board. And it's great. It is great. Just the best, most fun content uh, for music making and pedal stuff and uh, that's out on YouTube, in my opinion. It's it forces because she doesn't play guitar. She's not beholden to like stupid guitar rules and stuff, and like yeah. stupid guitar traditions that everybody still <laughs> kind of subconsciously does. So <laughs> the the most recent video we we t- you saw this right? Yes. The talk box I, I video. I think I didn't reply to you, but I did see it. Yes. Okay, that video I watched at least ten times and was <laughs> uncontrollably laughing each time. So I'm just here what to say this? like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you say you can't say shit into these things? Can you say fuck? <laughs> oh god. So I'm here to tell you like if you're not watching Emily Harpist on YouTube, you're actively making your life worse and you yeah. should go watch it cuz it's it's really you're funny. Up. You're fucking up. It's really funny and it's uh just also really smart content. Like I think it's mm-hmm. just a great angle to have a look at all guitar things, but it, it seems like this whole this episode right now we're turning into um, a situation where we're actually just going to be peppering things of the week throughout the episode. Yeah, uh, we could spread them out. We could just in between every news item. I we think I hit- think of the week tur before, but oh, really? it, this okay. one this one talk box video came out last week yeah. or something, and I've sent it to everybody I know because it's <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking well, hilarious. It is because she, like you said, she has a big pedal board. Like she does pedals. It's not like she's a heart player and the joke is, hey, what's a guitar pedal? You know, it's no, not. Yeah, it's yeah. that she gets this and she talks about a bunch of guitar pedals, but one of them is a talk box and she sincerely does not fucking get it. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? And it looks like she, for a second, it looks like she thinks she's being shown a sex toy or something. <laughs> she has no idea what's going on. It's fantastic. And they have, um, it's that, it's that thing, the, 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 the editing and the way they kind of set everything up. Like it's clearly that their, their comfort level in creating this thing mm-hmm. is what's causing it to be what it is. Right. It's yeah. the, what is this? And the, the, what is this counter? Come, you know what I mean? And how many times <laughs> what is she going to say this? What, what is this? What, what is, is this? this? <laughs> so. Anyway, whatever we could just, anyway. we could just spoil the whole thing, but it's uh, an early recommendation. Yeah. So, so, that, that's um, my speaking of dying laughing story. Yeah, yeah. Get you. <laughs> I get it. Um, should we get into to stuff stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. Excuse for me. Good, whoa. All Have right. Yeah. The only other interesting. See, I was. I didn't tell any interesting stories. The only other interesting story is I had a, like a super argument with Amazon over like oh. three times over the past week. Um, and I was thinking, like, as much as that would be fun to hear a Justin rant, I actually don't love the idea of me going on a public forum to talk mm. about like how to Amazon. yell at customer service. Yeah. Cause like there's levels to this and it's like my beef is not even necessarily with the person I'm talking to. Although it's of course sort not. Of, it sort of was a little it, bit in this yeah, case. Okay, it okay. can be and it can't be in certain other cases. So anyway, whatever. Um I'm obviously I'm still an Amazon customer. It's just of course. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. So you know, I deleted my Twitter account and the thing yeah. I miss the most is getting a hold of public uh customer oh. service accounts because it was the fastest way to do anything like that. Because hmm. you would publicly just tweet storm them. Right. And they would they would always snap to to fix stuff like that. But yeah, anyway. Wanna talk yeah. about microphones? 
Um, yes, let's, I, you know, it's been so long since I've done any of these sound things. I'm just going to play an oldie. Winnie. Yeah. It's the tone control riff. Go learn it. It it is the tone control riff. Um, and that should be all the time. That should be in riff of the day. Like every day. (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, tone control. Good morning. In fact, you should have to open and close your riff of the day with that. It's actually the yeah. bookend. It's how you. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. it's like yeah, like like raising a flag. You know, it's it's like aloha, right? Mm. It's like this is our vernacular, right? This is how it means you, hello and goodbye. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, um, first news item, uh, and Derek put this on there, so this isn't my fault. Well, it's kind of your fault. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I forgive me if this is already a th- like that we know about this already, but I've never heard of this before. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what's new is um, a, a new particular mic model. Um, the, the sort of, sort of a, a, a smaller, less, less, uh, more cost effective version of this is what released recently. Um, okay. So this is a UAD, this is a universal audio product. Um and they've been getting into microphones. I don't know. The other thing that released sort of recently, um, back before like Black Friday and all that, um, they put had a line of of standard microphones. Um, these mm-hmm. these are particular are modeling microphones. So UA yeah. is into you know expanding their hardware line. They're into microphones now. They have like sort of a copy of the basic types of mic you might want. You know, they've got their SM7 copy. They've got their mm-hmm. pencil condenser copy, and then they've got a few um, large condensers. Okay, Just, so the uh, the headline I caught was like microphone modeling, and it was like yeah. in the context of guitar amp modeling and stuff. And I was like, oh my god! And I had this like, duh! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Why haven't I thought this could possibly even happen? Moment, and I threw it in the show notes. So sure, I um, figured you had seen it, but I, it's <laughs> the yeah. I'm having I, that I thing where like the first time you hear about guitar amp modeling, you're like, that can't work. But I know it does, and I'm like having that now with microphones. Like that can't work. Mm-hmm. That's different. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, so this is years old. Not the not the UA. Mm. The UA product is younger than that. But um, this goes back. The first big one that I heard of actually was from Slate. Um, so this is Stephen Slate, okay. who is famous for. Uh, drum software, and then started getting into just a whole, you can basically buy into their subscription program and it's all the mixing tools you'll ever need in software. And now he's modeling rooms, uh, Mm. mix rooms on headphones, and that's the new thing. So anyway, but they made a modeling mic and... (laughs) Try to keep up, Matt. This is literally what Justin just said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so see, Matt knows about. Seasons. Sorry, I'm so, just trolling in the chat the, now. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, it's like a long time. Yeah, ten years. I might have guessed something close to that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember. But um, so they have a set like they have a, a small diaphragm mics mm-hmm. and they have a large diaphragm mic, which was their original. They have a whole suite. They have a an interface that's made to work with it. So like it directly interfaces with their modeling mics and it's specifically like the preamps are even part of the modeling chain at that point. Um, it's Rad. really severe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> likewise, UA, and, and actually they're not the only ones too because there's this other company called Antelope that does a lot of, that does the UA kind of thing. Like they have onboard processing on their interfaces. They also are getting into some mic modeling. Anyway, so the UA one is actually was created by... Um, 
this company, Townsend Labs. And it was actually a separate product at first, but then they're, they're basically partners with UA at, at a certain point because mm-hmm. they made the, the, the plug-in portion of it, basically. There's a hardware portion that is the microphone, and then there's the software that interfaces and creates the model with what it receives from the microphone. Um, that exists either as sort of a standard plug-in or as a UAD plug-in that will run on the UAD hardware. Okay. Right, so that's why this is sort of like they're, it's like a partnership kind of thing. At this point, they're behaving as though they own it. They don't even mention Townsend anymore, so they may have mm. just bought it outright. Okay, so this is me not paying attention to this part of the industry, <laughs> which is whatever you're. You know, oh, yeah, do, you yeah. don't record with a lot of microphones, so why no. would you have? You know what I mean? Because this is a studio tool. This isn't something. Oh that, yeah. I mean, a person who's just recording themselves, yeah, they could get a lot out of this in a sense. Um, I almost feel like they're they're sort of a target market, but I feel like it would be like a singer songwriter type of person. Yeah. If this if this was your like if you didn't have microphones before and this was going to be your one microphone, this would be a great choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so what's the deal? So the deal is it's a, it's a, it's a purpose built microphone. They are, um, they're, you know, very, they're rather expensive, really nice condensers, and they're specifically tuned to be very flat and predictable okay. so that you can then turn around and you know, you have this known commodity coming in and then you can apply essentially, you know, um, um, why am I forgetting the word? Like when you when you model a cab or something, right? You, yeah, you, like a um, like an algorithm essentially, or like no, a, no, I mean like a, a impulse, impulse response. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 more complicated. I think it's 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 a mix of both. It's algorithmic and impulse. But you're basically yeah. doing an impulse to uh, to alter the frequency response. But there's a little more to it with a microphone because there's also the pickup pattern to be considered. Because right, so when you just mentioned that, the first thing I yeah. thought of was how Kemper. Uh, captures models where it sends a yeah. known signal and listens to the difference. So it's not quite that because it can't right. send and listen back. It, but, well, yeah. it's part of it, but even Kemper does a little more than, right? Kemper does, yeah. it sends a sweep, but it also sends some other things and then it lets you do some mm-hmm. tweaking and it wants you to do it at certain gains and things like that. Yeah. Like there's there's a whole set suite of things that it then algorithmically combines to create the result, right? Right. So with these microphones, they're, they're dual element mics. So they're, they're essentially a stereo microphone um, mm. for the purpose of, and, and not just because like any microphone, actually the diaphragm's hearing from the front and the back. That's how they create pickup patterns. It's how they wire those two diaphragms together. That means, you know, the sound that hits it from the back cancels out because of the way those two things are electrically combined, you know, to form the mm-hmm. signal. Well, with this, it's actually... It's it's capturing two signals. It's capturing a front and a back, and then in post. And can they show me? Like you can see, um, this is a YouTube video here. So you see yeah. in the software, part of what you're visualizing and manipulating is the polar pattern, and you can see that shape. So yeah. you can, while you're recording or after the fact, change the polar pattern of what you record. Right, because After the whole the fact time is super interesting. It's yeah. actually captured a stereo signal coming in, but it's front and back. It's not left and right. And mm-hmm. so then the the point of that is like 
the raw input is two channels, and then the software combines those in a clever way to extract a polar pattern in the same huh. way that it would have happened in hardware on the microphone <clears throat> yeah. in a real mic, right? And so you can adjust things like there's a knob on this software for proximity effect because that's actually part of the polar pattern that creates that. It makes me get more bassy when I get right onto the mic versus far away. I lose some of that low end. Mm-hmm. You can simulate that here, and actually you can manipulate it outside of what would be possible in the real world, right? So you can essentially make an omni microphone, a microphone that's hearing equally from all directions, is it has no proximity effect. Because that's part of Uh, the directionality that creates it. So you could actually record uh, in omni, but add proximity effect. Or you could record in directional mode and then delete the proximity effect if you wanted to. You can turn that knob all the way to zero, right? This is one of those things where we've said this about other gear we see, the tools have to be invented first before you can think of ideas of how to use it. Like you never, (laughs) you wouldn't think of like, oh, if only this product existed so I could do X. Yeah. And then it's it's like an inverse uh, necessitation of invention, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. and uh, well, what, so what's clever about this is um, you need you need the microphone to capture correctly, but mm-hmm. this the plugin is actually totally free. Like you could go download the Sphere plugin right now and install it in Logic, uh, because that's that's not really what they're selling. Like because with yeah. it's it's essentially useless, or it's not useless. It just it won't do exactly the right thing. Like if you if you <laughs> if I could run this mic into that. You could, well, you wouldn't have a stereo signal. So what you oh, could sure, do is okay. you could run, say, a ribbon mic into it, which is, well, no, again, that's not stereo either. It is hearing from both sides. <laughs> but um, depending on what you feed it, it would behave differently. Like without a stereo signal, you wouldn't be able to adjust the polar pattern or anything like that. You could apply basically these different EQ curves for the microphones, but mm. who knows what it would do because what you're feeding it is not the exact sound profile that comes out of the sphere microphone, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I mean okay. it would do I something. What you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, I've never had my hands on one of these microphones personally, but I have worked with it because I've gotten mixes, uh, tracks to mix from a studio that was using one of these. So I actually hmm. got the vocals were actually all done with the sphere microphone. And Rad. they just provided it to me raw. And they said just go, oh this is sphere. And I was like, oh got it. And I went and downloaded So you went and grabbed the plug in and, and right, make exactly. those choices. Yeah, wow, cool. so I put the plug in and I put the plug in on that track in Pro Tools and it turns the stereo track into mono. And then although actually I, I could so that's that's the uh, anyway, whatever. I'm gonna sit on that for a second and circle back. The, you put <laughs> okay. it on, I picked out the microphone I wanted, I adjusted it, you know, and then boom, there you go. I could even print that effect and move on with my life as though it was a rendered effect. Mm-hmm. Um what's new as of just a few weeks ago, I can't remember exactly how new this is. So this is the Sphere DLX that we're looking at. That was sort of the... Um, That's the older one now. The, right? It's the, the larger, more expensive one. They used to okay. say Townsend Labs on them. I, I'm not actually sure if it's, a, if it's a slightly updated version, but the one that just has the UA branding. Yeah. Um, what's new is... Are we keep scrolling? We're going to get to a comparison here. Here. So what's new is the the, the two different mm-hmm. versions. So the DLX being the larger one, um, it has more mic models. It is capable. It has a lower self noise. It comes with a shock mount and a longer cable. Mm. Um, who cares about a cable, you ask? Well, it it's because it's 
it's not a standard XLR. It's actually a stereo output, okay. right? It terminates, it's a Y cable that terminates in two XLRs. Um, so mm -hmm. you can use this microphone without the Sphere plugin, right? You can actually just use it as a stereo It'll microphone. It'll just be itself, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, the smaller one, the LX, uh, is still dual output. It only has 20 mic models, uh, presumably because it can't replicate the actual stereo microphones because this mm -hmm. mic isn't stereo output. Um, oh, I see. That's a, okay. a little bit of limitation. It still has dual output, uh, but it will only ever produce a mono signal to be, in, or, or you know, once interpreted by the Sphere plugin because it, mm -hmm. it, the diaphragms are different. It just doesn't have that capability, right? Okay. Um, come to think Bullshit. of it, now it's this memory is coming back to me. I think the original Townsend Labs mic actually had an XY pattern capsule inside the microphone. So I hmm. think this is different than the way it used to be. Um, okay. So well, shit! I learned a lot of things right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool um, it's a pretty cool machine. There's all the things that come. So you see that cable? Yeah. Like those yeah, are yeah. both those are both male. <laughs> That's the end. Yeah. You know, the other end is a is like a, a, a six pin or a five pin or something. Um, more it. like a tube microphone. The way that that they would go because they have to carry power. Um, Super cool. Like the look at this. being it's able even, to. It's even in, yeah. in uh, 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 replicating isolation. <laughs> <laughs> the um, it's crazy. Like, and I'm like I said before, I'm doing that thing where I'm like, well, no, microphones are different, different than guitar amps. You can't, <laughs> you can't model yeah. that. And like, obviously, that's stupid. Of course, you can. But it's one of those things that felt like because it was such a new concept to me. Felt like, well, no, that's hardware yeah. reliant. Mm -hmm. Well, so is mm -hmm. a tube amp, sort of. There <laughs> it was. Yeah, I mean, you know? there's layers to the complication, right? And I mean, mm -hmm. the same goes for guitar amps, like. You know, um, early models were obviously a much much less accurate, and it's probably because they hadn't thought of the the good ways to get all of the different nonlinearities out of a guitar amp, like yeah. how the EQ profile is actually different depending on where the gain range is. You know, Kemper has right, their way of right. attacking that. Um, there's other ways of doing it, and I mean, these microphones have come a long way since the first Slate one. You know, which was a a single element microphone, sim similar to totally. these. And I'm sure with something like this, I mean, <clears throat> software advances can take you far. If you've if you've designed a well-built, low-noise microphone that is predictable to begin with, then yeah. you can go a long way. And then it's a matter of, it's that cleverness of capturing not just the on-axis sound, but a way of capturing the off-axis sound and storing that away so that the software can deal with it in, in um, the clever ways to create the, the kinds of sounds that you're that the the microphone that they're attempting you know to model is. will hear. You know what? It, you know what it is. It's the. It's the. I just Matt's message in this in the chat just made me think of this. That the microphone in the in the equation of guitar amp modeling, the microphone here is more like your guitar pickup, which is not still something that is not typically modeled. Like there's things like mm. Fishman Fluence, you know, but the microphone, yeah, is the the equivalent of the guitar pickup. You could say. Uh -huh. And, you know, like you, you right, send that into e all these modelers that do other things. You, it has an EQ profile, but that's not yeah. all, right? It has all these yeah. other characteristics, including the physical characteristics, the magnetics of, mm -hmm. of what happens with different. And I think guys. that's why my brain was like, this can't work. <laughs> you know, like this, because yeah. it's the wrong end of the equation. But right. it's still, you know, Fishman does it. Well, okay, is is this a little bit what Line 6 does, though? Um, uh, oh, with Variax? Yeah, Variax, exactly. So this is a pickup, but the connection to that pickup isn't 
you know, two wires yeah. and a voltage, it's it's Ethernet, right? And they're carrying Pretty much, there's a yeah. lot more I, to it. I don't know a ton about Variax, but yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, so it's different though, because what they're actually what Variax is doing is producing MIDI, right? Does it, it produces um, audio as well? It uh I think it will always it can default back to just a regular guitar. I think it'd be crazy if it yeah. didn't do that. But um yeah, it, it does or can do MIDI. Again, I don't know a lot I think about Matt's it. That's about to answer us. <laughs> it has um there is a Variax input on the Helix that is like a separate thing. Right. So, um, and there's a whole other world of Helix with Variax stuff where you can like assign different strings to different stuff right. in Helix. So, like, because it's, it's interpreting wild. in a MIDI, either MIDI or a MIDI like way, the yeah. note information, at, you know, and volume and stuff like that. And, and then, of course, there's also a like, guitar jack, you know, yeah, on the and instrument uh, as with well. the Variax, there's it's the pickup in the saddle, so or whatever right. is in the so it's one per. Uh, string, so it's not just the note information that the, that is going to the jack. It's the yeah. the note information of like, you know, if you play like a C two on this string versus a C two on a different string, it is that is different information. Oh, because it, it's receiving you know it I mean? physically from the string. It knows the difference. Yeah, so like your seventh fret <laughs> E string is different than your third fret A string, even though they're the same note. There, it's a different. Yeah. Thing so, anyway, this is cool. Yeah, this is yeah. very cool. So yeah, I mean that's that's UA's um, UA's been just just dumping us with products. I mean, for one thing, going uh, native with Spark, you know, like mm-hmm. their plugins now uh, run um, and ever increasing amount of their catalog is being converted over to Spark, so it can run native uh, instead of needing their DSP. Which of course we saw coming down the road when they re- released the Volt interfaces mm, that don't have right. DSP, right? Um, That's right. I remember those. And I mm-hmm. I am of such mixed mind about it because on the one hand, like I've seen the performance tests and like mm-hmm. a Mac mini or whatever that can run so many more of these plugins, it would cost <laughs> you like $4,000 worth of UAD DSP to even appro- approximate that with no problem whatsoever just on that CPU. Um, but on the other hand, I love having DSP in my interface because I don't have to deal, I don't have to think about latency. I don't have to think about people's headphones sounding like a tin can and stuff because yeah. their voice is delayed back to them and and things like that. I value that tremendously. But mm. once I'm mixing, I don't care. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, it kind of goes both ways. And then, um, you know, the microphones, like I said, they, these... Um, these Sphere microphones that they're now branding on their own, and then they have a, a suite of other microphones, which again are just they're copies of you know a two fifty one, a U eighty seven, a U sixty seven, um, an SM seven. Um, Matt's saying in the chat that Variax is just a piezo capture, um, and it does everything from saddle, pickups. It must be per saddle, right? I, it is because wires, you can yeah. because you can set up your Helix to basically be a, a guitar, turn your guitar into a B bender. Or G vendor yeah, or right. something like that. So the expression pedal will raise your B string by a fourth or you know whatever you have yeah, it set to without actually tuning anything. Which yeah, is without having bananas. like the strap button manipulation business. But yeah, craziness. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. That's that's it. That's all I have up that's on, it. on UA. You know, I that's think great. I think it sounds that's, pretty good. We got way more out of that than I thought we would. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What's next, he said. Um, 
Do you want else to stick, that Justin's going to talk about? Just well, <laughs> let's let's break this up a little bit. Do you want to stick pedal genie sure. in here? All right, all right. Let's friggin' do it now. So the gifts are going to be, and it's just it's just the last thing. Matt, but. Yeah, it's going to be John Mayer gifts. So don't disappoint me, Discord. Here we uh, here we go. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $22 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $47 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $77 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone, and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie. All your pedal wishes granted. You know, what, what so sticks good. out to me is um, the guy wears a lot of jackets. Yeah. He's a he's he's often in layers. It's, it's, I don't know it's the price of fashion, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's like an important detail or not, but anyway. I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, no, we don't care about that. We don't care for that. Okay, I have a, I have a pedal genie story. So what happened was, yeah. if if listeners remember, <laughs> this is Montana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason for the jackets. Home of the jacket. So, <laughs> so um, I remember I was like, oh, I'm getting the Caroline Hawaiian pizza, and I'm looking forward yep. to trying that out. And then it came, and it was actually the EQD Grand Orbiter right. in a box that said. Yeah, Hawaiian pizza on it. I and like, we're oh, not sure darn. who was playing a trick on whom. Right. So I emailed Pedal Gene, and they're like, "Oh, okay, don't worry about it. We we got it." I was like, "Okay, great." So, <laughs> so then as I said, "As long as you back. don't think I stole your yeah," because that was kind of like I didn't want to like make it a thing. Like, hey, we got the wrong pedal back. It says on the box yeah. it should be this, you know. So I get an email. Your next Pedal Genie shipment is on the way. I'm like, Hell yeah, let's do it. And it's the Chase Bliss Habit. I think, or the mood, one of those, one of those two. I can't remember. (laughs) And I was like, rad, looking forward to trying this out. And what shows up? The Caroline Hawaiian pizza. The friggin' Hawaiian (laughs) pizza. The friggin' Hawaiian pizza shows up. So I don't know if that means next time I'm going to get this Chase Bliss pedal. Maybe I'm just like one email behind. Yeah, we're we're, we're in the preview (laughs) zone forever. We live in the future. It's so, okay, did we... We did. did neither of us ever have this pedal before, or did we have the pedal, or did we just talk? No, we about talked it? about it. I okay. think we talked about it on the show because he did a special run of these to support Ukraine. Um, oh yeah, and it was he, he based changed the on colors this. and yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, and we were like, okay. we were trying to figure out what it is, and we came up with ham as the input. Yeah, remember that? Because I mean, so. I mean, it look is. at it. Look at it. It right is. There. I think we well, if we didn't have the pedal, then we must have come up with ham as the input based on. Yeah. Something on this page, which is no, there's nothing here. Yeah, I was looking at the um, the owner's manual. Well, here we go. I can I can call that, that up. So the the ham the pig knob is the input. Oh, there it is. The, yeah. the pineapple is supply voltage, and then the pizza is the output. And okay. so it's a fuzz. 
pizza you know, is the output are. is interesting. <laughs> pizza is the uh, output. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is the output. This so is the it's, first time, first time question mark that we've done. A, we could have done a callback title. We can. That would be great. We can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is, it's a fuzz pedal. And so the input, output, and supply voltage like give you these basically infinite combinations of super weird sounds. And you can do a lot of okay. absolutely crazy shit with it. So um, I so like it a lot. So supply voltage, this is basically battery sag, right? Is that what we're doing? Do we have, do I we believe have any plus so. on the supply voltage, you think? Or? Um, let's find out. So I here's everything. I don't know how everything we would know. <laughs> here's everything at noon. Here's, oh, first of all, here's my... Playing through a, a JTM forty-five. Okay, bring yeah. the supply voltage all the way down. Leave everything else. Oh, it's yeah. like a bias, but also a battery thing. I can bring the supply voltage all the way up. Which is probably going to peak. Absolute huh. sausage of a waveform. So. Yeah. I bring the output all the way down, and you can then bring the input all the way up. Or I need a little bit of output, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually zeroes out. Yeah. yeah. So you can get like some big muff stuff. And if I mess with the supply voltage, then. Boy, this and, is the right place to put a voltage control because, like, I've had yeah. I've had like distortion pedals that had a voltage control, like tube pedals or something. And um, the answer is there is a spot on that pedal where it works the best with that tube, and that's it. You stop mm-hmm. touching it, you know. Whereas yeah. with a fuzz, that's like half the fun. It, it oh like, yeah, I feel like I couldn't probably get along with a fuzz without that didn't have a voltage. Yeah, and uh, so you can get this like really set. starved thing. For yeah. like a weird effect, but then you can also make it a really usable rhythm or fucking lead tone. Right, like depending just a on regular what you do fuzz. with those yeah. other knobs, yeah, you you bring it back into the range yeah. where it's where it's cool. So here's input down and output up. Tame that down a little bit. It's for still the a little fuzzy, but yeah. Right. And yeah. so then everything therein, you know, you can do all kinds of. Discord chewing this up. Yeah, I mean it. It it, it deletes like half of it. it yeah. It's whenever you change the tone, it comes back, and then okay. Discord's like, "There's no way that's correct," and turns it off again. <laughs> <laughs> I can I get the idea. So it also do like. Like 
like super zippery, velcroy, gated. That's exactly it because there's so many um, fuzz pedals that, and well, obviously this is not like exclusively the only one that can do mm-hmm. this, but so many where they're good at that, but they're not good at anything else, right? It's like yeah, they like kind of have really the one play, thing. You wouldn't play like. Because what it does is it, it cuts your sustain. Like it's yeah. gating so hard right. that. It'll it'll eventually just stop, even though my guitar is still ringing. <laughs> that was so weird. So it makes the input almost more like the fuzz control because it's how much you're sending into this thing, you know? But if you... My baby stopped crying. I wonder if he's actually asleep. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? But if you starve the input, then you can juice the output. And it, it, like you said, relies more on the amp in that case. Yeah. Cool pedal. Yeah. So many bits. bits so many bobs. bits. Th- three knobs and just like a litany of options. I, I'm really surprised how much I'm into it. Like it's a lot of fun to just, yeah. this is a, a knob tweaking dream. Yeah. Do you love that this doesn't have a tone control? Yeah. Every fuzz has a tone control. Why yeah, do they have a tone control? Is it because they're not as good as this one? And they need a tone I like control this. to make up for it? I pff- like is oh you want it darker? Just fucking change the knobs around, and it can yeah. still you can still Just get play it to darker, cut. idiot. <laughs> idiot. So you can, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like you can, yeah, man. You you just change all the other stuff, and it doesn't need to. I don't know. Throw caution to the wind. Turn some knobs. Live Damn a right. little. Damn right. I'm into it. It's 189 bucks, which I don't love. Honestly, like that's that's a price where I feel like it's a lot because fuzz being among the cheap circuit designs, you know, or or, sorry, simple circuit designs. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of components in there, right? And so they're kind of charging for their their design choice. Yeah, it's like an intellectual um, price. Well, in the like the tuning of this thing, right? It's the I'm sure whatever's in here needed some. Some, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, to to a certain extent. See, I sort of feel like what they did was they left the tuning adjustable. Right, but most I, I mean, have like chosen the, a um, voltage, a supply voltage, and they've given you a tone control to try to deal with that. The, the, here totally. we kind of went the other way around, right? I'm not saying that they don't deserve to get paid for making a great. No, pedal, no, no, no. But I mean, clearly like it the, stands um, out. The stuff that's in it, like if they have to yeah. sort by hand or something, well, that stuff costs money. So. Who knows if there's fancy parts in here? I don't know. I don't follow that kind of stuff. But I think this is a rad pedal. It's that simple. sounds like something it's, a guitar nerd would pay attention to, and we don't have time yeah, for that here. I don't have time for being a nerd. So <laughs> I just think it's a it's so simple to operate, but there's a ton of sounds. There's just a ton of great yeah. options inside um, that are very easily accessible, which is valuable to me. So um, if it was a little cheaper, I would be all over that. Looks like used. They kind of float around 140. So maybe someday. Mm-hmm. But that I think it's a great like a one. Decent deal at one forty. 
Yeah, I think do? it's a great one. If if you're looking for a fuzz, definitely scope out the Hawaiian pizza. Oh yeah. Sweet and savory. From Caroline and all of their guitars company. Mm-hmm. Mm. Radical. I, it sounded cooler before I said it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's like, did it? Yeah. Did it? <coughs> anyway. Are you lying? Thanks, Pedal Genie. Thanks. Good job. Good and job, man. Yeah. This okay. Is a good pedal. Um, let's do. Let's go on to another thing. Stabby stingers. Do I still Stabby write stab. these into the notes? I should, right? So let's yeah, see. Why not? This one I did. That was the Mayflower. Do people still want that? Let us know. Yeah. Um, I'd love to know. Because it takes if, a little bit of time. And <laughs> yeah, I remember like, early I was on just somebody realizing asked. Now, if I don't jot it down, I'm going to have to jot it down later. Yeah. Um, early on, somebody asked, and we were like, what a great idea. And then we started doing it. Um, I think it was my brother. Was it? Yep. Sure. <laughs> Ty, if you still listen to the podcast, do you still want to know what pedal we're doing each time? <laughs> they're always the same. Uh, that was the Holy Dove. Holy Dove? Yeah, Mercy Seat, as I oh, recall, yeah. is the name of that. I wrote MS Holy Dove on the file, so I'm pretty sure that's Holy what Dove it is. Holy Dove pedal. Mercy Seat. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Oh, it's a clon type. Okay, right on. Cool. Um, okay, so what are we on to now? Well, okay, so this is a th- Justin added something to the show notes. Oh, making my life easier. Can you even Do believe it. that? Um, this flew flew into my inbox um, actually a few weeks ago, and I sort of thought, hey, you know, I could put that into a tone control show. <laughs> you know what? I do a podcast um, about guitars. I do that. <laughs> so um, this is a brand new company. As far as I can tell, this it <laughs> this is a brand and their <laughs> first and only product. Their first product is called Debut. Okay. And it is their <laughs> only product, as far as I can tell. This company seems to be two Brazilian brothers. And anyway, so it's called Audio Singularities, that is their company, and they made this thing called Neuron Tube. Debut. Okay. okay, so so the the conceit here is they are doing guitar amp modeling uh, with AI slash machine learning, and you know how those words mm. sort of have a mo- amorphous and crossing mm-hmm. over, de- you know, overlapping definitions, and nobody knows exactly what it is if you're not an actual expert in that. And there is a sincere difference, but yeah, who gives a shit? But marketing. But marketing. Um, so I don't exactly know what that means here, um, except it probably means that they trained some AI on the sounds of some amps and then told them, mm-hmm. do that for us, please, and presumably tweak the results. Um, so anyway, they've created this thing. It's completely free. So here we have uh, a new company that's making audio software, guitar software in this case, uh, plugins and standalone. It's both. Um, I did install it. Um, it's completely free. It's their only product. So this is, I guess, this is what you would say a loss leader is, right? We're just yeah. we're just putting ourselves out there. Okay, so what is this thing? It is, uh, it is an amp modeling suite. It contains two amps. It contains the Soldano and the Laney. Is that how you say that? Laney? Laney, yeah. 
Yep. So the Soldano SLO 100, the the Soldano you yep. all know, and the Laney uh, TF 300. Cool. So we're not breaking any molds with which amps we chose. Sure. But there, we're just doing it. Um, it it comes with a set of pedals. These are Compressor. also AI modeled. There's they're AI modeled after famous stuff. I don't know what exactly. Um, so we could go and read through it. So compressor, okay. distortion, chorus, delay, reverb. Uh, yep. The compressor. Let's see. Um, it doesn't say that it models anything in particular. Do the distortion claims to be uh, be able to oh. do a centaur-like sound as well as tube screamery stuff and then fuzz. It's just going to do the whole fucking thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's got a switch on it, so there's apparently a couple of gain ranges. The uh, chorus, distortion or fuzz, it looks like, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, okay. Anyway, so the the chorus, you know, whatever, and then delays and, and stuff. They're, they're pretty simple little stomp boxy things, but they're built in, right? They're, they're, they These guys yeah. consider that to be part of the thing. Um We've got the two amps that we talked about, the uh, the um, the Laney combo <coughs> amp, and then this um, uh, this uh, SLO one hundred. Um, I don't I don't and go crazy about either of these amps. Yeah, and then there's there's three cabs. So there's there's a uh, the Laney combo, the the cab that actually was part of the Laney amp because that's a combo amp. Yeah. Um, a vintage thirty four twelve Marshall, and then a vintage thirty. Uh, it says American cab. I assume that so means it's, it's a Mesa. Yeah. yeah. Um, which makes you know, or or maybe it's not. Maybe it's the Soldano cab. Did Soldano ever make their own cabs? Probably. I have no idea. Probably. Does. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't. I don't know a ton it's about Soldano. Thirties. Yeah. So I, I've never. Um, every time I've tried a Soldano, it's been in amp sim form, mm-hmm. and I never really got it. It's it's talked about in the same breath as like high gain American, like PV fifty one fifty. Yeah. I guess, but like it doesn't sound like that to me at all. Um, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's fine. It can also be a hyper clean amp, though. That's I think yeah. that's the thing. And and usually when you pull one up, it ends up being defaulted to super clean. I'm actually all my Helix stuff is still plugged in, hmm. so I want to see if the SLO. Here we go. So there's three. So here's the thing. Let me let me spoil it. I can't play this for you right now uh, because the way it loads up, it sort of tries to take over my audio interface, which I'm using to record the video and to record the incoming from Derek and all this stuff. So it will screw everything up if I try to pull it up. So I'm really just going to show you the website. Um, but anyway, I have, I've tried it. It's, it does what it says on the tin, but yeah. Okay. So here's the clean SLO 100. I, I'm assuming a solo from Helix. lead from Helix. Yeah. That sounds like an amp. It sounds like an amp, man. <laughs> So then, of course, you can gain the sucker, right? I mean, so I can drive that. At, whoa, a lot. But then there's also the crunch and, and lead channels. That's the crunch from the SLO, and then the lead. Okay, so so this yeah. is what I remember. Like when when, and I think they even say on this site, like um, something about you know the. Uh, Oh, here we go. From the insane roar of American high gain to the British clean bliss, which I assume they're referring to the Laney when they say that, right? Because we're showing, yeah. showing two two bookends. What they describe is the insane roar of American high gain. That's not what you just played. I mean, what you just played was on the lead was, lead channel. Yeah, it could be, but um, I mean, no. I mean, no. Oh, I I I don't think that's high gain. Like, Hang on. am I wrong? Like, like, um, compare it, compare it to a fifty-one fifty or a sixty-five oh five. You mean the same amp, Justin? 
Well, whichever one is in the helix, I don't know. I know, I know, whichever, I know. You know. I'm, I'm being a jerk. Um, <laughs> hang on, I just turned, I just got rid of this, but. Because um, it, 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 like if I was going to say, oh, let's, let's get like a, a high gain tone. So here's, this is the um, SLO 100 lead channel. I think that's okay. high gain. Okay. I would call that All high right. gain. All but right. the same amp can do this. Yeah. Right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, and then here's, the, this is another, where's the other one? Okay, so I'm Here's I'm a 5150. God, listen to how bassy the 5150 is. Yeah. So maybe Yikes. that's what fools me is that the, these these things that I consider American high gain, like a fifty one fifty or a dual rectifier or a triple rectifier, like they probably have it, it's an evolution after the the SLO one hundred where There's we started Friedman. to add a lot more bass and stuff like that. I mean, the Friedman is basically a Marshall though, so that's not really fair. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I again. Okay. I know the I, SLO I think 100. Right. I think you're right to call me on that. I do think, though, when they're like the SLO 100, then you pull up the plug-in and it's spank and clean. It's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not really fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so anyway, so we, this is the thing. This is, this is totally free. Um, according to them, what's interesting about this is the artificial intelligence that created it, okay, okay. Or, or that they used to create it. Um, I would say, like, I'm basically talking about it here because, like, it's they're clearly trying to put their name out there. This costs you an email address. So mm. come here, make an account, download the thing. Um, it's standalone. It's also in plug-in form, so it'll fit into your DAW if you do that kind of thing. Um, it's got a bunch of controls for the buffer size and all the stuff, all the things you would want. Um, input, it's got a built-in gate. It's got the amp selection. Then you you pick out your cab. You can move... Each cab has a certain microphones that it was modeled with. Like there, okay. there's something like ten microphones in there, but they're not all with each cab. You know what I mean? Like the the Marshall kind of cab doesn't have the U87 model attached to it for some reason, whereas the American cab does, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a bunch of different microphones, and you can kind of move them. You can change mm -hmm. the distance, and you can move them a little bit. There's a little customization to it. Um, it's got a built-in feedback eliminator thing. Not not I shouldn't say that to guitar people. Um, it's got a thing, so if you fuck up your audio interface and cause a feedback loop inside your computer, oh. it will mute it so it won't <laughs> blow up your speakers. Good. Um, and it's anyway, it's got a noise gate with the controls. It's the it's the thing. So what what do you so what do you want? You know what I mean? It's free. Yeah. Um, and what it have you got to think, lose? Yeah. There's all this other stuff. Like there's a lot going on in the guitar at modeling world. World. There's you know, Amplitube has a whole free tier before you get into the stuff you have to buy, right? There's a bunch of different mm -hmm. things that you can get. With all the free stuff that you can, you know, the light versions of all this stuff, there are so many goddamn amp models. And the thing that actually, as much as I was sort of complaining about the Soldano thing, these are famous amps, but they're actually not amps that I always see advertised every time. So I think, like, they actually set out and said, you know what, actually, we're going to pull out the SLO 100, which is often in these other yeah. sim packs. Oh, always. But yeah. the but the you know it's it's the Vox and the JCM eight hundred and the 
dual rectifier. Those are the, the headliners. The twin reverb, and yeah. The twi- yeah, exactly. Those are the the basement. Those are going to be the mm-hmm. headliners. And then, you know, when you buy the thing, then you unlock the blues breakers and the Soldano. Yeah, the, so like, you know, to my knowledge, again, I don't know a ton about the SLO stuff or the Soldano stuff, but I, Soldano? Soldano? Soldano. Soldano. I always, I always heard Soldano, I, but, but come to think of it, I am think I an echo chamber? <laughs> they were the first, you know, air quotes, boutique amp. They were made by Mike Soldano. Okay. For you. Like you would send a check and then it would yeah. come back to your house one day as in the form of I saw one in real life exactly one time. When I was I, basically uh, a kid, it was some some band that my band played with. One of their really? people had a Soldano, and it was like it was back in the day when the JCM like everybody 2000 had a JCM two thousand. Exactly, that was the <laughs> amp that you had to have when I was like yeah. you know, eighteen or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and so we were like, JCM two thousands, fuck you. Actually, no. What happened yeah. was by the time we were old enough and had money. The guitar, I wasn't the guitarist in the band, but they were like, actually, fuck that. I'm getting a dual rectifier. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, we're fucking punk rock. We're not doing what everybody else does. And then this guy has a Soldano, and we were like, what? Oh, and then I saw somewhere else somebody had a um, VHT. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that, that band sounded fucking fantastic. And I was like, oh, shit. Look at this. We fucking, we were, we thought we, we were it. bucking the trend with the JCM 2000 Dodge. And instead, we. <laughs> We, yep. we weren't even, yeah. we didn't even, there's a whole world. We zigged when we should have zagged. Ah, shit. So anyway, that was a fun story time I just went on. <laughs> I like it. Um, That's great. So anyway, um, so I saw, this is, this is at, uh, are we still talking about this? Can I put this to bed? Yeah, put that away. I was okay. uh, at a Delaney show because I was yeah. playing in the band. And one of the other bands, uh, they came into town like they needed local support and stuff. So there was like this thing. It was a shit, too many bands, shitload of bands. And so anyway, they get up on stage and they're <laughs> well, like, the "Support means how many can we invite to make sure there's at least yeah. six bodies in the room for yeah, every band?" Fucking, it was awful, dude. It sucked <laughs> so hard. So anyway, this uh, this band gets up there and they're supposed to be like a big deal. And I had heard their couple of EPs and they were good. They're cool, sounded tight and all that. And they get up on stage and this dude's got like a Squire Jazzmaster through a fifty one fifty. And I was like, this is not what I was expecting this to be. You know, <laughs> it's like this kind of skate punk sound. And like, mm. I swear, what do you do? The, the 5150 and a jazz master? <laughs> okay. And he started playing the, the main hook of the song I heard. And I was like, that sounds like the record. I guess you did it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what's the moral of that story? It's, it's like, do these amps really signify the thing that we think they do? Or... Did we associate certain amps with certain genres erroneously? Yeah, I, well, yeah. Know? It's like the early two thousands and late nineties, when everyone had a Jason or a um, a triple rack or dual rack. Yeah. You know, like every if you, were had you even racks. <laughs> were you even in a band if you didn't have a Mesa dual yeah. rectifier with the tread plate? Right. You know, everybody had. Right. It. So it, it's like the is a status thing. Oh, sidebar, sort of sidebar. Um, I saw a headline the other day that PV is reissuing the 5152 from 94, 92. Twice I can't as good. <laughs> the sequel. Electric <laughs> 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 5150, then Roman numeral two. It's not 51. 52. 52, right. <laughs> so, 
They should have called it that. Thinking, yeah, you know, it's the fifty-one fifty-two. Colon it would have been fantastic. <laughs> well, the two was like an exponent, though. It was it was sort of like if it was a chemical symbol. It was like it was. Oh yeah. It's like it's O2, right? It's two oxygens together. It's 251. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have done. Oh, they should have yeah. put two 5150s <laughs> in the same box. And it was the 5152. They use a two yeah. instead of the Roman numeral, and then it's proper yeah. chemical formulas. Now we know. You know? Yeah. yeah. What we could have had. It would be a more, see what it would be. It would be a more stable version of 5150 that doesn't just break down in sunlight. Yeah, I'm going to do some quick math here. 51. Yeah, mystery <laughs> joke. Oh, you're going <laughs> to. Uh, or the, the, the PV 10,300. <laughs> that would be a good name for the reissue. Like we've done all the things and now yeah. when we bring it back, we're going <laughs> to. What would you do? Like if they, they go to press with it and they don't say it's a reissue, right? They say it's. It's just the new one. It's. it's <laughs> It's a sequel. They could call it, the, you know. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like, okay. oh, like Fender did that, though. They had the, the uh, American Ultra 2 series. Like, the, the American Ultra came out a few years ago. Yeah. And then last summer or whatever, the American Ultra 2. Not those old ones. 2. We didn't change <laughs> well, the name again, thank past, God. There's nothing past Ultra, right? 2. <laughs> <laughs> 2 is past. Ultra 2 is past Ultra. <laughs> Anyway, Giga. We, sure. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I think we're. I'm, I'm mixing up my my languages, my suffixes, prefixes. Let's. Um, it's not either. Tone words. <laughs> They're separate words. <laughs> okay. Let's do right. things of the week. Okay, things of the week. Let me punctuate this. Um, here's a weird one. What is that? Uh, that is the sea foam. Huh. I don't like remember Keely. who made the sea foam. It's Keely. It's Keely. All right. Let's see. Yeah, it's a Keely. Cool. Sea foam. Um, I guess it was a tremolo. I think it was a chorus. Really? Because it sounded pretty tremolo <laughs> to me, so I don't fucking know what's going on. That's fine. So, okay. thing thing of the week. What? Oh, wait a minute. Can I... Oh, hold, hold the phone, Justin. I, w- I wasn't gonna, even on the phone. You do your thing. I'm going to try something here for the oh. players at home. Okay, oh, go wow. ahead. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to... Oh. He's... Oh, shit. Hey. What's up? Go What's ahead. up, dog? This is, my, this is my iPhone camera. That's my iPhone camera. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on my phone, like... Is yeah. this going to work? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just, I did this because it's a better camera and I want to show you uh, my thing of the week here in a minute. So. No, do it now. Go, You're already Okay. In. All right. Yeah. So. It didn't here, take any this, time at all. This is, um, I showed this to Justin a while back. This is a pen and I got this for Christmas. Everybody, this is the, are you sitting comfortably? Yeah. So this is the Crush Metric pen. I went on and on about this in Discord. It is a pen made of plastic and aluminum. And when you. How do I want? Do I want to reveal the sound first or the the look first? Because they're both great. <laughs> I do them at the same time. Let it happen. Oh, I got my mics up here and and my camera's well, down on my desk. Move your mic. Your mic's oh, on a boom, dude. Oh, fuck. All right, here we go. I gotta like. Here we go. Gotta get the, ASMR. Gotta get the mic. Gotta get the mic in frame. Okay, yeah. everybody. So look at that. Look, look at, at that, that shit. fucking thing. 
so sick, <laughs> right? So it makes this amazing sound. Oh man, it's good. <laughs> but what's Isn't happening is this this little I'm not really in focus here too well, am I? But yeah, you, this you, pen, that, that's a good distance right there. Okay, here we go. So the pen is like a thin sheet of aluminum over uh, some internal structure. And when you compress it, what you're doing is the whole pen. I love is, how you can do shortening. it slowly if you try too. You can do it just by squeezing the two ends. Because what's oh, happening. No. <laughs> yeah, so what's happening is the pen body is shrinking down and um when that's why this the <laughs> click is like this lever action thing here oh and so so so, so what the, the ink cartridge doesn't poke out like a regular pen the the whole thing pulls back right so and then you unclick it and it just snaps right back to being smooth this is very hard to describe so the the aluminum yeah. on the yeah, outside you're doing a great job it crinkles down into a repeating pattern that becomes rigid and it's repeatable and recallable and all that stuff. And then you unclick it, like you put the pen away for storage and the aluminum it's becomes smooth again. Not creased at all. You could never tell it was fractured in any way. And it makes this rad sound. And it's really cool to just sit here and do it in your hand and just like, can't see it, but I can feel it, you know, and it feels really good going kind of <laughs> across your knuckles and stuff. So look it up. It's it's pretty affordable. They're like 15 bucks. It's the Crush Metric pen. That's the thing that blew me because like you described this to me and kind of showed it to me and everything. And it was like, okay, that's awesome. And I know like, yeah, I know you're the type of person who when... There, there's like oh. a cool thing like this. Derek's gonna find the cool thing, right? And he's gonna be like, "I, I appreciate want this. the finer I'm, things." I'm yeah. a grown up, grown ass man. And I want this thing, right? If you had told me that was a sixty dollar pen or a hundred dollar pen, I really mm-hmm. wouldn't have blinked very much. You wouldn't be like, you "Wow, that's right. over fifteen bucks." Yeah, 15 pla- bucks. the rest of it's plastic. I would pay more maybe if this bit was like machined, or you know, yeah. some kind of other milled billet aluminum. Yeah, but it's worth fifteen bucks for that sound, man. <laughs> I'm so interested, like, it looks like it's going to last and everything. Yeah, it's uh, refillable, too, so you can take it apart and put a new cartridge in. You know, if they're refillable, they're planning on the damn things sticking around. Yeah. You know? Um, Hang on, Crush. If you pull up, um, who is the guy that makes it? I can't remember his name. Um, Well, I sure can't. Oh, gosh, what is his name? Crush Metric Pen. About, I'm oh, sorry. It's it's called the Switch Pen, and the brand is Crush Metric. Um, okay. So he makes the the guy who does these. Um, here, I'll just post a link in the chat. He makes a bunch of things like this. The pen being the most like entry level and affordable one, but he makes furniture. He makes artwork out of beer cans and paint cans and stuff, and it all collapses and crushes down. Huh. Like this. Oh, they have. A He's got the version. same pattern on his little. Uh, Stools here. Yeah, so you sit so on the you stool. Sit on, they crunch. Yeah. Oh my god. Go up to about, and you can see some of the the beer cans and stuff. Oh, like oh, he did so this to red. a beer can. Yeah. This is not repeatable, and it becomes yeah. you know it's a piece of sculpture artwork and stuff. And so anyway, look at that shit. What is this? What? And he does it just by pushing the aluminum with his hands. He's not even like tooling it or anything like that. The f- 
If I play this, is this going to be a problem? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Oh. Look at him just doing it. I'm going to mute it, so hopefully okay. we won't get any dings here for YouTube. Like, you have to understand oh, so that. much so much about the material you're working with, you know? This is so great. It's, it's just called Scratched and Dented Aluminum Can. Like, that's the name of the art. But it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a tall boy that he pushes into this amazing structure. Let's skip ahead a little bit here. Look at that. I'm still clicking my pen. I do this in meetings now. It's so, like, so he's got the first structure, and then now he's turning them into stars and shit? Oh, yeah. my God. So rad. This is wild. So anyway, that's my first pick of the week. All right. Okay, okay. Um, in that case, um, so I was going to say, like, so I picked up, um, I picked up some headphones. And okay. um, th- for my studio, so I th- these I've had for, <clears throat> like, it's going to come up on two decades at this point. <laughs> uh, my, my Sony 7506s, um, I, lo- I love them. They are, I'm super used to them. They're not the best sound, whatever. I don't have to talk about 75. You're super familiar with them. Yeah, exactly. And they're what they're good at is being revealing. Like they're not even super accurate headphones. They're good as monitors because like I will hear problems. Yeah. They're very, you know, they're unusually clear. They're actually lacking in bass response. Um, anyway, uh, so for the studio, when people come here, I need to have them have something to listen to as well, right? And and you don't want like nice headphones, like whatever. I'm not made yeah. of money. Um so you kind of get the kick around headphones. Well, I've made some mistakes in that department. And, and in the past, I've gotten mm-hmm. some like too cheap headphones and <laughs> they sound absolutely god awful. And it actually sort of becomes tough to um, make a, um, like, you know, make they need, they need about, their mix yeah. to be pretty good to be able to perform yeah. right and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, I've had some ups and downs. But um, I know you're, you you use um, Audio-Technica headphones. I do. You got... M50Xs, yes. I believe, um, which are ATH M50X, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's like the that's like the good headphone from them, right? That's going to be like their their price, you know, competitor to the other good headphones out there. But they so Audio Technica right now, in my opinion, basically this is my find of the week. Is I think they're basically killing it. They <laughs> they know what's going on in the headphone department, and you can basically pick your price point, and especially especially if you're going for a lower cost headphone or you're trying to like add a couple of headphones that don't have to be critical listening headphones, pick your price point and buy and just get Audio Technica. Yeah. Um, so this is the 20, the M20X, which I think is kind of the lowest one. There might be something lower than this, but there's a 30 um, that, you know, what we're sacrificing here. I mean, obviously it's probably got a, a, a similar driver. The thing that I notice about these compared to other cheap headphones is the cheap headphones, they start to lose all the, to- the high end completely and mm. everything becomes really muffled and unclear. Um, not so with these. Frankly, the, you know, these are, they're pretty good. I mean, next to these, these are obviously much more clear, but it's pretty, pretty friggin' close and it's well within the, the zone here. This was like, um, I think they're in the range of like 30 or 40 bucks. I see them on Amazon for 50, but I, that they're not the only game okay. in town. I might have gotten, I definitely got this got from Amazon. I might've gotten a little bit of a deal. Maybe they fluctuate. Um, Probably. They're anyway, but in the price range that these sit, 
Um, AKG has a, a they they're also another m- a company where like their high end headphones is like Sennheiser and stuff like that. Like their mm-hmm. high end headphones, undisputable. Like you know you're getting something great. AKG, Sennheiser, Audio Technica as well. All these companies. But when you start getting lower, it's like where do we where do we go? That's when it actually yeah. sort of becomes hard to figure out. Well. I took a little bit of a chance on this. I read a bunch of reviews. Um, you know, they don't have the fancy, the, the, the silver marking. There's a lot less metal in this than there is in the, yeah. in the 50s that you have. Um, they don't flip around, you know, all the other yeah, features. Yeah, like does it have the detachable cable? It doesn't. So it's got a, it's yeah. got a permanent cable. There's a few okay. things that you're giving up, right? But like I said, pick your price point. You know, the 30, yeah. maybe the 30 has the detachable cable, but it's still kind of an all plastic housing, whereas these have more metal in them, you know. Um, but the fit is comfortable enough. I mean, for a cheap headphone, um, these are going to not, you know, I, I, I wouldn't kick them down the hallway or anything, but yeah, like but they'll, they'll stand if they up get to... kicked down the hallway, I don't feel that bad. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. paying a hundred or 200 bucks for headphones that I'm going to just hand to whoever comes into my studio, yeah. but they're going to be able to hear shit. And yeah. Yeah, all and make decisions about their songs and stuff. Have, yeah, all my other headphones have lasted like in the between 10 and 20 uses, <laughs> right? Oh, now yeah. that is, that's brutal. And frankly, like I was trying to go cheap and I was probably paying like 15 or 20 bucks for a headphone. That's way too much to pay for something that is going to fall apart that easily. So like mm-hmm. this ought to be probably your minimum for the kind of thing that I'm talking about. But this is something like if somebody had these and this was going to be their personal headphone where I'm going to record, you know, I'm going to be a singer songwriter. I'm going to record guitar or whatever. I'm going to do some mixing and I don't have a good room or good speakers. This, this could be your, your starting point. You know what I mean? This can be your bare minimum. It's not super expensive, but they're not, they're not not just, they're not just like, it doesn't sound like you stuffed cotton in your ears. You know what I mean? And I've, I've never found, like I've looked for cheap headphones because I'm always trying to find the cheapies that are going to be the, the population in my studio cheapies. Mm -hmm. Um, and they all sound like cotton in your ears and this does not. So I felt like it deserved to call out. I think Audio Technica, you know, what they, what it's, it's the choices you make when you're trying to cut down your price point and they put them in the right spot. It's not, you know, it's like, it's a rigid thing. It's all yeah. plastic. I can see, it's basically like a, like you could see where it's almost like yeah. they 3D printed these things, like whatever. <laughs> the, the, but it doesn't mean it's not strong. And They've got and, ear pads on them. They're not, you know, it's, yeah. it's good. They're adjustable that, you know, whatever. These are nice. more comfortable than this. That's not, you know, that's not the, the I, I'm not trying to say that they're amazing headphones. If you want something on this level, Derek's wearing them right now. Yeah. Those are fantastic goddamn headphones. And in fact, they make they make the M50Xs now uh, in a new product. They they make them uh, wireless. Yeah. And essentially, and with a with a like they're like gaming headphones now. They're trying yep. to be in that zone, so they'll make them with a headset mic. Um, mm-hmm. That's I think I think that one's detachable too, or something. So it's I like think the ones that you're talking about, the twenties. There, they come in a wireless option too. Do they? Okay, great. Yeah. So you can, you know, you, you want your headphones to have. They can be and, just and your I, listening. Those are music optional. listening headphones. It, yeah. Exactly. And when you, when you, what you're paying for extra, it doesn't mean you don't get this. Like you can have the wire on them if you want. Mine are not um, Bluetooth, but yes. Yeah. No, no, no. But right. But if you get the version with, like, I think that, I think it's like in the $300 range for the, yeah, the, the, M- yeah. the M50X, the good headphone that is the Bluetooth as well. But you can get a wired version. They have all the different things. Um, so anyway, shout out to, to Audio Technica because I think they, 
they figured out which corners to cut. And um, I think you can feel safe. Pick your price cool. point. Yeah. My actual suggestion of the week that was what I chose to talk about earlier today <laughs> <laughs> is uh, a music recommendation. If if you like music and stuff, uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> and you know what? If you don't like music, that's okay too. We still love. No, no. Oh, Derek. We oh. still love you, but okay. do come yeah, into Discord I mean, and explain that to us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I promise. My recommendation, I promise we won't. We won't get on your case. I mean, me my, personally. Oh my god, Justin! Can't promise anybody else <laughs> won't chew uh, you the fuck out for not liking music, which is universally the thing that everyone loves. Anyway, go on, dude. I got. I got a rap because my baby's still freaking oh, out. Sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, my recommendation is the band Som S O M, and I saw uh-huh. them live. They're on this poster over here that I just hung mm-hmm. up. Um, they're it's metal, but it's like. I don't know enough about shoegaze to actually say that this is shoegaze. So I don't think it is that, but it's like (laughs) kind of like in the way that Deftones can be like slow and sludgy and really melodic. It's kind of like that, but it's also its own thing entirely. So this album, the shape of everything came out last year and I've been listening to it a bunch and I friggin' love it. It's so great. Uh, I saw this band with Caspian. So if you know Caspian, uh, a little you bit know, for, yeah. for fans of Caspian, I guess you could say. Um, there, are, it's not um, instrumental, so there are vocals, and it's just it's heavy, but it's like soaring melodies and stuff too. Mm. And very cool. They also released an instrumental version of that record. So there's two versions out there <laughs> on your streaming platforms, so you can listen to the original one or the instrumental version. And the or instrumental the study one, music version. <laughs> yeah, the instrumental one. They they posted. I was just like catching up with them on social media, and they said. The instrumental one has a slightly different mix in a few places, so they could let other parts shine a little differently. So that's cool. Uh, And they have a couple other a couple other records out there and stuff, but that's the one that came out last year, and I'm really into it. The band Psalm. That's cool. I mean, often bands will have an instrumental version because they have it for sync, uh, but the mix would be identical, ideally, if it's for sync, so that you can bring the lyrics in and out. But um, Mm -hmm. that's pretty fucking cool. Love it. Dude, so Apple Music now has this Apple Music Sing thing, which is like a karaoke type product where you can on oh. as far as I know, on any song, you can pull the vocals out. It has to be that if they have the version, right? Like where you can talk Not that I've found. I've not messed with it a ton. Um I, it pulls it out or very low down and like oh, okay. you can still hear like the reverb trails or something like yeah. that, you know. So it's there. But okay. it's it's kind of not there, and yeah, hopefully I remember in a seeing better this. way than just deleting the center. Like that yeah, well, it yeah. fades the music down and then fades it back up, and the mix is different. So like something yeah. has changed, but it's it, there's enough time in between, and the vocals aren't there. So you're like, I don't know what actually happened, but <laughs> I it's really cool for learning guitar parts. So oh yeah, keep that in your back pocket. Anyway, I gotta All go. Right. So many things of the week. All right, man. Um, well. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I struggle to find my my business and all this stuff. Thanks, everybody. You know what to do. Uh, find us on Discord, discord.io slash tone control. And if you want to support the show and... Yeah, we did go long. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash the tone control. Um, we love all our supporters. We have a bunch of tiers for you, and we have special things that we do, like hangouts and, and things like that, and secret channels uh, in the Discord and... Um, stuff like that. Oh my God, I forgot the fucking t-shirts again. 
Oh, next time. I made I made new merch. Oh my god, are we pushing it back at home? You know, you know what? Yeah, no, I'm no, not... no. Yeah, oh, no. I, well, you can't. I have to go. Like my okay. wife texted me that she's losing it. So, <laughs> all right. To, I'm gonna put it's it in right. the notes. Add it's fine. the shirt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll finish it up. You can go. Okay. You can go. See you. I'll finish Bye. it up. Bye, everybody. <laughs> See you, Derek. Um, so anyway, yes, thanks for listening. And now we have this weird thing. I wonder if I could turn that off. There we go. I turned it off. All right. Um, that's that's life sometimes. <laughs> um, but thanks to the patrons. Um, they make everything great. Um, <laughs> add the shirt. Derek wrote the title, add the shirt. <laughs> you know what? Um, I am going to add the shirt. Because uh, I because it's been it, I, I made this and I wanted to share it with everybody before. Um, so let me find. Let's see if I can find a way to show this to you guys. Um, we I'm we made another merch design and I meant to do it last episode and I forgot, <laughs> and then it was like gonna come back again and it's like that sucks um, to to make you guys wait another two weeks. So let me see if I can um, call it right up. Okay, bam. All right. So, here we go. New new merch design. So it's the it's the mids design. This was um, a T-shirt that I realized I wanted to make after the episode we did last year, where with uh, Copper Sound, and which I think had that same title. So anyway, there's the super cool T-shirt design. It's all new. I put it on a few different kinds of T-shirts, uh, mugs, and uh, a couple of bags like the. Um, little zipper pouch bags and stuff like that, which I feel like, I'm, I'm not sure if people are into that, but it, I feel like that's sort of a something a guitarist might be into. So um, I got it. There's, you know, the typical uh, standard T-shirt. There's the comfort tee, which is more of like a, um, there, there's some that are like slim fit. There are some that are more like standard fit and stuff like that. So pick what you're, you're going for. Um, I think I made a long sleeve as well. Um, let me know if there's something that you want that isn't there. But um, this design works on dark colors, so everything's kind of uh, a few different dark colors. Um, and that's that's that. So that's live now. Um, have at it. I hope you dig it. Um, I want to start doing more things like this, and you'll notice it doesn't have, like, just the standard tone control colors because I wanted to, you know, expand a little bit from that too. So anyway, um, thanks, everybody, for listening, watching. Um, it was a fun episode. And thanks to the patrons this week. Uh, the patrons uh, include Nick Greenwood, Carson Ricketts, Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Welf, Jamie Evans, Doug King, Big Daddy Doug, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Justin Change Eric's name, Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast, Mako Guitars, Andrew Walsh of Andrew's Alcove, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, and Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects. Thanks everybody so much. And um, we'll see you next time. And peace.